Is Bernie Sanders a patriot or just a bitter old man? I have an opinion. A quirky idea for how March Madness can still be mad without the fanatics. Coronavirus is taking a turn. And what the fuck is a maple syrup dividend? Never heard of that. What's a. Okay. Alright. And of course, we got the extra dimensional musical genius, Fish B, over there. Thank you for the hot lead, Fish B. Plus, oh, this is, this is something a uh, heartfelt curveball in the finale. So that, uh, that is uh, forthcoming. Pay attention at the end of the show, Fish B. I'm nervous you're going to fuck it up. In fact, I'm almost positive that you're going to fuck it up. So pay attention at the end of the show and don't fuck it up. That would be fantastic. Before we get to the fishbowl, Bernie supporters, I am speaking directly to you. I know you're upset about the way the primaries have been shaking out. You're hurting, maybe crushed, maybe heartbroken. But from the bottom of my heart, please don't get so disgusted with the process that you decide to sit out the election. The USA is in a real state of peril thanks to Don. And sit out any other election you like for the rest of your life. Don't care. Just not November 3rd, 2020. There is an active campaign by the president and his allies, Republican dark money, and foreign interference persuading you not to vote. Please don't buy into it. And don't let your friends buy into it either. Your vote will not be the lesser of two evils, so what's the point? Your vote is important. And your vote is more than a choice between thoroughly mediocre or downright awful. And even if those were your only two options, only an idiot would vote for awful over mediocre. Compared to being awful, being mediocre rocks. This vote is about which path this country will move forward on. A vote between an essential national reset or a non-vote propelling our government's continued demise and rot from the head. A non-vote is a vote for Don. And that's frankly un-fucking-ceptable. What's our first question, Fishby? How much longer will Bernie be running for president? It's not over. It's not over yet. Things change fast. I mean, remember just a week and a half ago? This thing was Bernie's to lose. And now it appears that uh, Bernie, is, Bernie is losing. I am glad that uh, Bernie is debating Sunday in Phoenix. A, Joe needs all the practice he can get. These debates could sink Joe. He needs the practice, so it's good in that way. And Bernie supporters, you never know. The debate could change everything. We'll see. Going to be a lot of eyeballs Sunday. 
But if Bernie loses the states that vote on Tuesday, Arizona, Florida, Illinois, and Ohio all vote on the 17th. And then he finds a way to lose Georgia on the 24th, which seems likely, and has no path to the nomination. He should get out then and do everything, I mean everything in his power, working towards the defeat of Donald Trump. If he doesn't, then Bernie doesn't have a movement. He just has a giant fucking vindictive ego and wants to fuck up the Democratic Party and the convention and Grandpa Joe. If he keeps losing, a movement becomes a vanity project. And Trump loves every second of it. At which point, Bernie is putting himself before country and acting like a bitter old man. And I like Bernie. But if he goes out bitter, that's fucked up. What's next, Fish B? Did Jason Johnson deserve to get fired from TheRoot.com and suspended from MSNBC? I should probably explain who Jason Johnson is, an African-American that's important here, a contributor to MSNBC. Uh, TheRoot.com, he was their politics editor, and TheRoot.com specializes in black news, opinions, politics, and culture. By the way, he's also a professor of both uh, journalism and politics at Morgan State University in Baltimore. It's a historically black college and university, very prestigious. Um, so Jason Johnson, this guy, he was on a serious XM show, and he happened to call a portion of Bernie's staff, quote, the island of misfit black girls. Yeah, he called them the island of misfit black girls. Not great. Not a great thing to say. They could say it about themselves at the office one day. They could go, look around. Look at us. We're like the island of misfit black girls. And in that setting, it would be appropriate, but not for him to say there, I suppose. But in Jason Johnson's defense, sometimes, even though he was on a Sirius XM show, but sometimes when you're in a friendly environment and you're a little too relaxed when you feel like you're just talking to someone and that happens, you say something kind of provocative that would get giggles like at a small dinner with friends. But that's not where he was and he apologized. The Island of Misfit Black Girls. Not great, but I've certainly heard a whole lot fucking worse. I wouldn't have fired him or officially suspended him, no. What's next? Will you and Fish B be attempting to make the impossible possible by successfully answering 17 questions in 17 minutes tomorrow. Yes, I'm glad you asked. As a matter of fact, we will. And Fishby, last week, I blame you. Last, I blame you, Fishby. 
17 minutes and two seconds. So close, yet so far. It's 17 questions in 17 minutes. Not 17 minutes and seven, 17 questions in 17 minutes and two seconds. I get flustered just thinking about the mistake from last week. But we will try to make the impossible possible. Minana. What's next? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Oh, God, here we go. Read the coronavirus question you got texted. Well, that's not bad. I remember that. Hold on. Let me grab the, uh, there it is. Uh, is it ethical for me to tell people that voting booths are nests for coronavirus and are never sanitized? It's part of my plot to stop people from voting for Biden and Republicans. To answer your question, as, as YouTube Yoga with Adrian says, find what feels good. If that makes you feel good... But this coronavirus... This is getting fucking serious, and, and coronavirus in voting booths is an actual concern going forward. Uh, the latest from the uh, coronavirus beat, uh, Coachella and Stagecoach have been postponed until November. Uh, it's officially a pandemic, uh, says the World Health Organization, or who? Who? Uh, anyone else have to memorize uh, who's on first for high school drama class? I, I, I did. Uh, Trump has suspended all travel uh, to and fro Europe except for the UK. That's going to fuck with the airlines and everybody. Uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have both tested positive for coronavirus. The NBA has suspended the rest of their regular season indefinitely. I believe a player on the Utah Jazz has, a, has coronavirus. March Madness is going to happen in empty arenas, and that is going to be so fucking odd. March Madness, the tournament, is like, that's, that's not only college hoops, that's like, like a national institution. You fill out your brackets. Everyone loves March Madness, and by everyone, I mean almost everyone. But here's my idea for March Madness. If, if they're going to do it with no fans, because CBS... They have a lot of editorial decisions to make about the entire production of the tournament so it doesn't look all just fucked up. They should play in high school gyms, like tiny high school gyms, and all the players should wear 1950s era uniforms. Just saying. I think that's a winner. I think it's a winner, Fishby. I don't care what you say. What's next? Does Alex Jones' DUI make you smile just a little? Well, as my British friends would say, Alex Jones is a fucking twat. Conspiracy theorist fucking twat. And I hope he gets sued into oblivion by the parents in, uh, in, in Connecticut. Um, that said, the legal limit for DWI or DUI is 0.08. He blew a 0.79 and then a 0.76 at the station, below the legal limit. He said he had some sake at dinner, and that seems reasonable. But a cop smelled alcohol, 
And then he took the field sobriety test and he failed that. Just me. I would never take the field sobriety test, but that, that, that's up for you to decide. Not, to, not, not a lawyer, as it, uh, as it turns out. Now, the legal limit used to be 0.1 before they lowered it to 0.8. But 0.1, that was too low then, and they lowered it. People have two beers at dinner... Those are not the people that are passing out the wheel and killing people and should not be treated as criminals. The legal limit should be like 0.15. I say raise the legal limit. If you keep it under three beers or two nice glasses of wine, you should be legit. Right? I think we're clogging our courts and financially crippling people just for acting like regular people, not criminals. Wasted driving is the enemy, and we got it twisted. What's next? What has been the low light of the Trump presidency? Yeah, this is the one from yesterday that we had to uh, put back in the fishbowl and think about. I mean, there is there's so much to choose from. Uh, the lies, the lies, the lies, the constant fucking lies. Uh, the Putin snuggling, the dictator friending, the white supremacist footsie, there's the old extorting Ukraine to get dirt on the political rival, trying to break up NATO, labeling the media as enemy of the state, paper towel crowd games after hurricanes, and kids in cages! To me is still the most egregious offense of the Trump presidency. But the low light of the Trump presidency is the dumbing down, just the utter fucking dumbing down of fucking everything. Like, we all feel it, right? And it's difficult to put words to. We just, we just feel it. Despite all our technology and accumulation, accumulation, excuse me, I can't even talk, of knowledge, I'm upset. I mean, we've mapped the human genome like SpaceX just successfully landed their 50th rocket. That's impressive. The answer to almost every question you can think of is in your hand on the Google machine. But despite all of that, we collectively as a group never, ever been fucking dumber. This is the fucking dumbest point in American history, and we have the president to prove it. We all know it. What's next? Will Harvey Weinstein have to serve all 23 years of his prison term? Well, as I, uh, as I previously mentioned, I am, I am not a lawyer. I, for a while I thought I was, but I only got a, got a B plus in constitutional law at Washington State University. Thought I got an A, but no, a B plus. So I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, not basically a lawyer. I don't think Harvey Weinstein is going to be alive this time next year. He's already had one heart surgery since he's been sentenced, and now he's back in the hospital with a heart thing after the chest pains. He's, he's just not going to be alive like this time next year. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to kill himself. I just don't think he's going to be alive. Here's a random thing. Did you know that pain and loneliness 
and emotional trauma affect the same part of your brain as physical pain? It's true. Try this experiment. Try it. Here's, here's a weird experiment, but, but, but try it. Next time you are sad or depressed or desperately lonely, like just in a, in a state of despair, try taking a Tylenol. Seriously. It won't totally alleviate your symptoms, but odds are you will feel better because it affects that same part of the brain. And I don't think Harvey Weinstein's going to even make it another year. I just, that dude is, that dude is fucked. What's next? I listen every day from Vancouver, BC. I love Vancouver, BC. That's a great city. Uh, what's a short list of everything you know about Canada? Well, I know a lot about Canada. I've been to Canada many times. Love Canada. Um... I know Shania Twain is on the new cover of the AARP magazine. I know that Saskatoon, Saskatchewan is an actual city. I know that everyone lives in fancy log cabins. I know the Canadian government pays every citizen a yearly maple syrup dividend of $1 million. They run the maple syrup game. Canadians are like the maple syrup mafia, and they're not to be fucked with. Every single one of them gets a check for a million dollars every year. Did you know that? The maple syrup dividend. I know sex with chickens in Canada is a very popular Canadian porn genre. A lot of people don't know that. I know your prime minister used to be the drummer for Billy Talent. A lot of people don't know that. And he was also the best man in Chad Kroger and Adel Avril Lavigne's wedding. And uh, what else do I know? Uh, oh, there's Isaiah's music. There we've reached the uh, final question, as always belongs to our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player. Today, Isaiah writes, how's your Jedi training going? That's a good question. I am a 17% Jedi. Uh, weather permitting, here's how I'm training lately. In addition to uh, my racquetball, which, which I've named Bob. So, so I'm Bob, and I also have a racquetball named Bob. I will practice uh, in the dark, and then I'd like to, uh, during the day, to get some fresh air to stretch the legs. I like to take my racquetball Bob uh, for a walk, like, like a one-point a two-mile walk uh, uh, down down the street and back. So that's how I'm training. Uh, and, and balancing poses, YouTube Yoga with Adrian, balancing poses. I'm confident that by the time the child is a teenager, I'll be at least Jedi-esque. 17% Jedi. This is the way I have spoken. Thank you, Isaiah. Now, I may have a son... But I have very few friends, and that's true. So word of mouth is the only way this show grows. So if you tell two people about our show, I'll autograph someone else's glossy dick pic. Someone else's, but I'll autograph someone else's glossy dick pic for you, and I will be eternally grateful for your love. If you spray paint Bob's Fishbowl as my favorite podcast on your garage and your neighbors and their neighbors... I'll live on your couch for a month and be your personal chef. Clothing optional. And now, it's not time for the artist formerly known as Politabola de Fuego and the finale, so don't kick it, Fishby! 
I said don't kick it, Fishby. I told you to pay get to pay attention off the top. I told you, I told you this was coming. I told you I have a curveball. Kill the music. Fishby, you're fucking up my curveball. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Remember the concept that we discussed uh, pretty recently? That I believe the last interlude. That uh, that every now and again, the stars seem to align, and inexplicably, the universe will hit you with perfectly timed information, and somehow, some way, a personal paradigm will will, will shift. Well, I was actually I was stop procrastinating, and I was actually reading uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I didn't get very far. It's a, it's a very long book. I'm going to procrastinate some more. But one of the first concepts is about production, and, and this is within oneself, but, but one's personal production, ability to produce things, versus production capacity. And I'll explain this a little more in a second, but production versus production capacity. And because I hear from people that find my story curiously inspiring, and... This is directed to those that are like, fuck, if this dimwit can push himself this hard, I can too. I don't want you to work yourself sick and your whole existence just goes out of whack and out of balance. So personally, here's where I'm at. My paradigm has shifted. Production versus production capacity. If I continue to push myself so hard that I'm like, fuck it, if I end up in the hospital, I end up in the hospital, that attitude, not going to work long term, not sustainable. Well, it may boost production in the short term. Over time, I will grind myself down too far and my production capacity to create my best work will decrease production versus production capacity. So, well, I'm not any less driven or focused on achieving the task at hand. I am taking my foot off the metaphorical and rhetorical gas pedal just, just slightly, just slightly, and embracing the freedom of the mantra, relax, have fun, be yourself, do your best. I think that's the best state of mind to be in. Relax, have fun, be yourself, do your best. And I hope, I hope you can get there too. We, we, we only have a short amount of precious time. Let us live beautifully. Uh, whatever that means to you, uh, live it beautifully. I didn't mean for it to sound preachy. I did. I did. I didn't. It was just. It was just sincere. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry, Fishby. Uh, reach out and touch us on social media at Bob's Fishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne. And the constantly updated. I mean, constantly updated. Bob'sFishbowl.com. It's. It's like the Bumble of pop podcast websites. We are. Uh, we are changing the game, amigos. Say adios, Fishby. <laughs>